Hello again. How many of you dread the winter? The dark mornings, frost on the car, cold days and early nights. Alongside the inevitable illnesses and the feeling run down. It's a feeling that's familiar to me as well. And now, as winter is fast approaching here, I find myself increasingly retreating to warmer interior spaces and avoiding the outdoors. At the same time, my sensitivity to my emotional or physical feelings has increased. It's as if the hurry and scurry of summer has left a silence into which a certain rawness is now allowed to be felt. Funnily enough, though, I like the sense of focus that it brings, as if I'm coming back down to earth after a long flight of summer, landing with myself again and feeling things which there just wasn't space or time for before. As I guess most of us feel, at least on this side of the globe, winter is really a time for duvets, hot chocolate and warm fires, and the things which keep us safe and nourished as we weather out the, well, weather out the weather. And out in nature, everyone else has hunkered down too. Squirrels sleeping in beds of fluff and moss and hedgehogs sleepy drunk on snails. And the snails, that haven't been eaten, bury themselves under leaves and in rock gaps. Did you know that they can also hibernate in summer? They do this if there's a danger of them losing so much moisture. Snails are interesting in that managing their own vulnerabilities has been central to their survival. Their evolution has only really been possible due to adapting rather than resigning themselves to the fact that they are slow and have a body which other creatures like to snack on. The snail shell contains the gentle body of the snail and their ability to hibernate has helped them to stay alive, literally. Now, I wonder what lesson that can give to us. Well, I have wondered now about changing my view of winter and perhaps Coming to terms with the idea of human hibernation, which may seem like a bit of a romantic idea. But well, are there aspects of finding warm, safe spaces, feeding ourselves up and getting closer to our sensitive internal worlds, which actually do help us survive? My view on things is that a contained safe space where we can relax and be ourselves, perhaps loosen tensions in our mind and body, can help prepare ourselves for facing the exuberance of spring and summer again. So I'm going to stop approaching winter as something I have to slog my way through, gritting my teeth and marching on. Because, well, everything outside, including the biting wind and frost, is telling me to wrap up, to take care of myself, find protection, build up some fat layers, and seek out warmth and light in enclosed spaces. I've been doing this the last year or two, and I certainly have seen some changes. What changes might you notice if you focus more on self-care in winter? Well, it would be nice to hear what you think or your experiences of what human hibernation could look like. But in the meantime, I wish you warm festive wishes for a winter of well-being.